one hour, no agenda, and working on the second glass of whatever. That's when the evening gets interesting, when the stories and thoughts spill out. Like a work week too full that tips over and the pent-up laughter pours out. These are the unguarded thoughts and opinions, the anecdotes and antics, the conversations that just fucking happen on a Thursday night when you're two beers in. Now, here are the hosts of Two Beers In, Brett Weaver and Monica Ballard. So, yeah. There we go. We got levels and everything. The levels are okay. They, they do look okay. They look like little wavy lines. So, tell me about Ray. <laughs> so, we're talking about how EK has the flu. Yes, she does. And she's losing her voice. But she's, she's lost her voice. She's lost her voice? Yeah, but she's an introvert. So, yeah, what I didn't the hell? Even, I didn't realize. I was like, why are you whispering? <laughs> The three things she, that you, you thought say she to was me. being sexy, sexy. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's but gonna, that I expect a like, sexy grandpa voice. That's what I want. <laughs> hey. So when she says, "Pass the sugar," <laughs> and you're going, "Yeah, yeah. no, seriously, no, pass the sugar, pass the sugar." <laughs> Ray went to a Super Bowl party, and the guy throwing the party did not look well. I mean, he was kind of stove up, and his eyes were watering, and Ray was saying. Dude, are you sick? And the, and he was saying, oh, no, it's just allergies. It's oh, allergies. No. And the next day on Facebook, he posts, hey, thanks, everyone, for coming to my Super Bowl party. And, oh, by the way, I was wrong. I do have the flu. You're all infected. <laughs> <laughs> and it just took that post for the seed, for the, sure. for the infamous sure. nefarious mm-hmm. seed of suggestion. Mm-hmm. And suddenly Ray is all. <coughs> I mean, is it throughout yeah. the day? Oh yeah. Oh wow, that's yeah. amazing. And and by Monday night, boom, he was down. Mm. He he yeah. By Tuesday morning, he was seeing the doctor. He was he got the Tamiflu. Sure. He's oh yeah. He's up for like 15 minutes and boom, then he's down again. Yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, Ek actually went down pretty quickly too. Uh, it was two days ago at the end of the evening where she said, you know. Did she go to this guy's Super Bowl party too? Yes, yeah, she went. That's, <laughs> it was the one time she went out and she's like, no, no, no. You stay home. I'm going to go to a Super Bowl party really? for something I give I was not one totally fuck about. I totally kidding. So, no, and it turns didn't. out. <laughs> but, so she, it's, it just, it's end of the night. And the week before, I had what I thought was the flu. So you did not have the flu? Well, let me get, I'll get back to that. Okay. I'll come back to that. Okay. Because we're, we're, I guess this is, we're back to a sickness episode, so. <laughs> and we haven't even introduced no. ourselves so yet. So let's just keep, uh, we'll, we'll okay. finish this, we'll All do right. our introduction. There we go. And then we'll. And we'll move on from there. Yeah. So, uh, at Thursday, uh, today is Thursday, Thursday, obviously, Wednesday, Tuesday. Tuesday evening, she goes, mm, I'm not. I'm not feeling too good. Why don't you sleep in the other room? And I was just like, you know, you just tell me to sleep in the other room. <laughs> don't just make some stupid excuse. So sure enough, next morning, I get up and I waltz in. I actually waltz in. And uh, she is, she is 
in a cocoon. She oh. is not. The nose is red. Oh. Everything. Cats are are surrounding her. Oh no! To give her comfort. Even typo. Oh. Even typos on the bed. So. I'm like, so you're not going into work today? She goes, no. I was like, okay. Well, just call me if you need anything. I'm going to go on to work. Go to work. Noon's coming. I text her, hey, are you okay? Well, you know, you didn't want me to bring you anything. She's like, oh, God. <laughs> I really have the flu. And I was like, okay. Call the doctor. Set up an appointment. Well, I know I have the flu. Call the doctor. Set up an appointment. <laughs> and she's like, okay. And I was thinking that'll be today, right? I come home, I bring wonton soup for her. 2.30. I mean, I get there at 2. 2.30 is the appointment. So we try to eat, go. That's not working for her. But we get there, and that's when they tell me, yep, she's got the flu. <laughs> of course, I was laughing uh, while being there because as I'm sitting in the, in the office, and it's a little bitty, it's a one-man show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Four, within the span of 10 minutes, four medical reps come in. Pharmaceutical reps come in. <laughs> I, I know that it's a, a bad, might be a bad time, but if, you know, we would just want to know if you want any samples. And the lady's like, put them over there. Like, you could tell they are very used to this. <laughs> yeah. uh, what, do you, what do you got? <laughs> yeah, bring a six. We're full. We're good. We're, uh, you know, and all of them are beautiful ladies. Hi. Of course. And it, and so I'm kind of snickering to myself. And as, we, as they leave, I turn to the nurse and I go, I don't think I'm pretty enough to be a, a pharmaceutical <laughs> rep. She, like, oh, well, she goes, well, what would you sell? And I go, you're right. I need to come up with a product. I was like, uh, my new product is called Ambivula. <laughs> And she says, well, what is that? I'm like, I don't know. She goes, what are the side effects? I'm like, I don't know. Let's find out. I know the perfect market, the perfect doctor that you could sell Ambivula to. Ambivula. Ambivula. Sorry. Get it right, Monica. I just made that up yesterday. TM, TM, TM. So we'll, that's right. Consider it copyrighted. <laughs> um, the, the crowd in the back is loving it. Sure. Yeah. They're not ambivalent about it at all. No, they're not. So let's do the introduction. I'll tell you about my initial doctor's appointment with my new doctor on Monday. Nice. Uh, I'm Brett Weaver. You're listening to uh, Two Beers In. I'm enjoying a delicious dank meme. And I'm Monica Ballard. I'm on my second... East Ciders Hopped Cider. It's a little less sweet than the um, ciders that they usually offer, like the honey or the mm-hmm. blood orange or mm-hmm. pineapple or even the, the regular cider blend. And and our friend Andrew is visiting as well. Yep, I'm over here. You're drinking the, the Topo? Is that? I, I have a Topo Chico and a Four Roses Small Batch Bourbon. Nice. Nice. Can you hear me? Well, no. Get back to where you were. Okay. Hey. Get where you're comfortable, and then this we'll put the mic to we'll you. We'll move the mic to yeah. you. This that's, is where I'm comfortable. That's how it works. <laughs> you, go, you go out to your car. This is where I'm comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm heading home, guys. I got to go. I'm going to make some <laughs> questionable food choices. Uh by the way, oh no, tell me about your doctor. Okay, yes. Um, my new doctor that I got to see for all of 20 minutes in mm. the hour and a half that I was at mm. the community clinic mm. 
which is all my health coverage covers now. It's not Arc of Texas. I mean, it's not Austin Regional Clinic. No, I wish. Okay. Yeah. I wish. I used to have Austin Regional when I had Humana. Yeah. Humana is, is an offer. That's not an offering anymore. Okay. No. I have the only health plan offered to someone of my pay grade. Great. Which lumps me in with sort of the the beneficiaries of the rest of the world. Yeah. Everyone. You're yes. everyone else. I'm, I'm everyone else. Welcome. And so I get the visiting doctor who stops in and makes the rounds for about five minutes and then he goes away and then he comes back five minutes later and goes away and comes back five minutes later for about a 20 minute long visit mm. and that's it and in that time you know there's the usual uh, checkup and questionnaire and things like that and the thing is that before the visit I even called the office and calling the office of this place is like you're on hold for about 40 minutes oh great and when I finally got them, I said, there's nothing online. This is my initial visit with you guys. There's nothing that says, hey, new patient, download these documents and fill them out and bring them with you. Right. There's nothing like that. They just assume everybody walking in this place is going to have the same problems. <laughs> You're going to have an STD. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be a smoker. You're going to be a heavy drinker. Sure. Um, you you probably live on the street. Yeah, you've just gotten <laughs> off the three bus. No, the one. You got just gotten so, off the one bus. So there are no forms to fill out because they just assume everything that's wrong. Yeah. So um, so I look at this checklist. You have rickets. <laughs> you have rickets. <laughs> and scurvy. Yes. I have scurvy because I have no access to fresh oranges. And the boobos. You have the boobos. <laughs> so the doctor turns his laptop to me, and there's this long questionnaire with all these little checkboxes, and he says, anything here that isn't marked no that should be marked yes? <laughs> and I'm going, wow, man, I should have gotten a doctorate. Yeah. <laughs> And, um, How do you get one of them doctor degrees? Can I get that at uh, University of well, Phoenix? Can I, can I trump you? Can I go to trump you and get a doctorate? <laughs> yes, you can. So, um, so I said, well, let me just tell you about one issue that's cropped up fairly recently, and we can see if it's somewhere on this list. Right. Uh, when I go to bed at night, I develop hives. And I've changed sheets, so it's not that. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's allergies. What do you think it is? And he goes, oh. <laughs> wow, can I quote you on wow, that? Wow, that, is that an official uh, di diagnosis? He <laughs> said, uh -huh. yeah, well, usually, you know, allergic reactions are brought on by food. Or, I said, it doesn't seem to follow any sort of pattern. Right. In fact, it hit me one night driving home from one of my tours. Just the right leg. Just started itching and flaring up. I have no, I have no idea what's bringing this on. It usually happens late at night, though. 
You know what? You know what will take care of that? Ambivalence. <laughs> Talk to your doctor about, about ambivalence. Well, I tried. And what did he do? <laughs> so yeah, great new doctor. Yay! Yeah, this is gonna work out Yay, well. Yay me! And um, he said, uh, oh, also he said uh, you'd probably feel more comfortable with a lady doctor for the. I said for the lady bits. <laughs> If you have to call them lady bits, doctor, <laughs> you should not be a doctor. I don't know whether he was spooked by what he thought he might find down there. The <laughs> 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 lady bits, just the. You know, pretty much all you're going to find down there right now, doctor, are cobwebs, yeah. maybe. Please call it my yoni. My <laughs> please call it my, my lotus. <laughs> Please. Uh, why? Because I'm into a lot of yoga now. And uh, wow. Okay, it's not so bad. You know, there you go. Yeah. Get what you pay for. Sure. I, uh, when I went to the doctor and they were going to check me for the flu, an uh, interesting thing happened. Uh, well, first of all, the lady was fixing my, uh, on the my chart, you have the, the chart that shows all the meds you're taking. Yes. And so she was confirming all of them. <laughs> and on my online chart, it said that I was taking 15 tablets of uh, aspirin every day. That was like part of the thing. He's an aspirin-holic. And I can't change that. I can't edit. So I, I was like, well, as long as yes, if we're going to make it a much better, more of a jus instead yeah. of a thick gravy. And um, so when she's going through, I knew that was the last one. So I'm waiting for her to get to it. And as she looks, it goes, and it says here, I said, I think they mean 15 milligrams and not 15 <laughs> tablets. She goes, have you been taking 15 tablets? I go, yes, it's a new, it's an actual, my nutritionist says that this is a new It's a new food, food group. For, yeah, it's a new food group for me. For some reason, I, I've burnt out my stomach. I don't. And so the, she and I joked for the rest of the time. Right, Sir, have you had your aspirin cake? <laughs> And, uh, and so when he comes, like, we do all the stuff that you're supposed to do. And, and, uh, and I was actually on the downside of the, of the whatever it was that I had, these flu-like symptoms. So he came in, and he's checking, you know, doing the, the, the stuff, the doctor. And then he goes, okay, well, I'm going to swab your nose, uh, and that's how we're going to do it. And I'm like, okay. So he takes out this thing that looks like a feather, the, the middle part of the feather. The, right. What is yeah. that called? Like the quills? The quill, but the, yeah, the, the center yes. bony kind of piece. Yes. And uh, the tip of it is like, just like little bits of the feather like, left. Like a snake. Just kind of, just straight, and then a yeah. little bit of yeah. it. So he takes it, and, and I'm thinking, he's going to swab my nose. He jams this thing <laughs> to the middle of my head. I mean, I can feel him tickling the back of my head. With the, what's the... The creepiest and funniest part was I knew you better fucking stay still because I he's gonna scratch my brain and I'm gonna forget where I live. So he's he's in there right, and as he's looking at me, I mean my eyes go wide and I'm tearing up in one side, and he's just looking at me. He goes, I know, I know, just like that, I know. And then he finally pulls the 
the, the, the quill out of my head. And he goes, sorry, I couldn't tell you what was about to happen. And I was like, yeah, I get it now. <laughs> Jesus. I, I, I go, he goes, are you okay? And I'm like shaking my head because my, my eyes blown out now from, from, and I go, God, this is why I stopped doing cocaine. <laughs> and he looks at me, he goes, oh, you're kidding. Okay, I get it. It's like, yeah, I haven't stopped doing cocaine. So I, I warned the people at my at Ambetter, the people who the providers for yes. my health plan. I know Ambetter. Because when I went to the dentist last week, uh, when I arrived, I said I, I have an appointment. They said which doctor, and I said oh a witch doctor. I gave a I gave a do- I gave a doctorly answer. Yes. Oh. oh. Uh, and, uh, you need ambivula. I, yeah. I said, I just, you know, um, I, I called, I made the appointment. They didn't tell me who the appointment was with. And they said, did you check in with your health provider that you were, of the doctor that you, that, did they assign you a doctor? And I said, right. no. no. And they said, okay, you need to do that. So the whole reason that I made a dentist appointment anyway because you you pretty much have to um, you have to nitrous me up to even make an appointment yeah. to see a dentist. Yeah, you you have that fear. I have a, a horrific fear. Where of, does of where does dentist. that where does that stem from? It stems from being a kid and having a dentist who did not believe in pain relieving measures or anything, and if you squirmed or cried or something like that would actually slap us and say, stop it, stop crying. Yeah. Yeah. So so he's, was, he was, what's his name for Marathon Man? He was that yeah. guy, is what you're saying. It was saying. the 50s, nobody cared. Yeah. So, um. Douglas. Douglas. So, uh. Talking about Dennis. So I have to, I have to call Guardian and get things straight so that they can assign me a dentist and, and have it on record that that is my dental care provider. Yes. Right. Yeah. And, um, so we get, we get that straightened out and the, and the representative asked me on the phone, he says, was that all I could help you with today? And I said, you could help me if you'll, make, if you'll come to the appointment and take it for me. <laughs> and he said, no, no, I'm nope. sorry, I cannot do that for yeah. you. <laughs> So knowing this, knowing that apparently things have to be checked out with the provider first, I go on the website and they still have my previous primary care physician listed and I can't change it. Mm. This previous primary care physician postponed one appointment and then they called me up later and said, you know what, she's not taking any new patients. So then they said, you'll be seeing this guy instead. Yeah. Mr. Carl. Yeah. yeah. So, so I called up Ambetter to alert them and get it changed. And they said, which, which office is it? And I gave them the, the office and I said, they said, we don't see him listed there. I said, no, he's a roving doctor. <laughs> he's a roving doctor. He's the doctor. merry roving doctor. He comes 
comes in every now and then and makes the rounds and sees people. And he's from the like Shire, that. is what is he that, is. Has anyone really checked his credentials? Does he just show up on a regular? Do we even know he's a real doctor? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, what does it sound like? There's a freight train coming through. Oh, it's it's a guitar it's riff. It's a yeah. guitar riff. Never mind. So, uh, so I call up Ambetter and, and they say, "Okay, well, we're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to call the facility and make sure that this is an actual doctor and that and and find out his particulars." I said, "Well, good luck with that because they're going to put you on hold for 40 minutes." I just want to warn you right now. And he goes, oh, and I said, "No, seriously, have you got have you got a cup of coffee? Have you gone to the bathroom? Because you will be on hold for like 40 minutes." And sure enough, about an hour and 15 minutes later, the guy calls me back and says, wow, you were right. (laughs) (laughs) See? See? I said, but it checks out. This guy is a roving doctor. doctor, And uh, we're changing him in the system right now that he is your primary care physician. Yay. Oh, that can't be. (laughs) I mean, because you never know when he's going to actually be there. How are you going to find him? He said, well, I'm, I'm usually in like two, three days a week. So like, can, you, again, can you pick the days that you're actually there? Would that be okay? Oh. But uh, the dental appointment, on the other hand, the whole reason that I made the appointment yes. was I thought I had chipped. <laughs> I thought I had chipped a tooth on the bottom row inside. And it turns out it was just tartar buildup. Yeah. That was it. That was it? So they scraped that your teeth it. and you were so, good? Yeah. A little but, bleeding? But they had to do the whole x-ray thing. Oh, yeah. Now, here's my question. I remember x-rays from sure. the last time I went to the dentist, what, like a decade ago? Sure. When it was just a little, they put like a little thing in a piece of cardboard and they would stick it inside there and say, bite down. Right. And they would point the camera. No, now it's this whole. I swear to God, it's as large as a stereoptican. Oh yeah. And it and it comes all the way but around. Then, no. Well, no, that was the easy part. Okay. No, there's this other thing where it's this the thing contraption. You put in your mouth, right? Yes. They oh yeah. Them. And it kind of. Yes. And oh man. Is that I, where it got weird? It got real weird. My yeah. gag reflex was like. <laughs> and I kept apologizing to the poor technician. Right. Because. She, I'd never seen anyone leap for the for the controls like a gazelle. Because she knew she had she had like seconds. four seconds to get this shot. Yeah. While I held it in place and tried to breathe through my nose and focus on baseball. England. England. <laughs> England. Think of England. Yes. <laughs> You're like uh, fucking oh. limeys. What? Oh. But then, yes, uh, examination went well, and then the scraping began, and, I, and I, I told the technicians there who were doing that, I said, I just want to warn you, it's probably already in my chart. I'm difficult. <laughs> and they said, oh, please. And I said, no, seriously, I'm difficult. I don't mean to be difficult. I don't mean to be that way, but I panic easily. It's yeah. an unreasonable fear. I yeah. can't control it. Yeah. I know it doesn't make any sense, and I'm doing the best I can. And they said, okay. And I yeah. said, you don't, you don't 
happen to have any gas or anything, do you? And they said, no, She's like, no, sorry, I haven't no. eaten anything today. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> so, yeah, yep. So I got through it. Good. Yay. Strong. Yeah. And, and I need to have two fillings replaced. And they said, you know, maybe you'll talk to your doctor about... Ambivula. <laughs> if it's anything like Valium, ah, then, then yes. There we go. Yeah. A little bit of Valium just to get you prepped. Just to, yeah. Get you in the mood. Yeah. So that I can stare at the, at the photo of the, of the Hispanic lady and the little girl next to her with braces. It's and you're like, like, oh. Really? Why? No. Do you have anything in nature? Can you? That's the thing I love about my dentist is I have a view to a garden. Yeah. That so sounds great. You sit in the chair and, you know, I notice I don't, I don't uh, grip the, the, <laughs> the, the Like, get out. More. <laughs> I mean, I know that at one, uh, like, when they were getting, when they're drilling for, you know, for fillings and that yeah. kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Or oil or I'm whatever it is they're grippy. drilling for. I'm a little grippy on the, cha- <laughs> on the chair rails. I'm usually okay, you know. I'm like okay, and but but because they have things of nature, uh, you know, I can look at the garden and then oh, look at the squirrel and See, like, there's a possum. Oh, three rats on the line. I, that's going across. Uh, I enjoy a changing view. Yes. We get, we get Which? <laughs> wow. But only shitty shows, right? No. Well, I think what's yeah, Homeland. <laughs> we were watching Blazing Saddles the other day. Okay. And the dentist <laughs> All right, checked to make sure that like the next room over wasn't anybody who was going to be offended. <laughs> right. But the thing about it, the interesting thing about it, is that he's like he's a millennial. Right. Just get on mic. And so he will. He will get distracted by the television. Oh, he's like working on you. Oh no! And he stops and he's watching the TV. <laughs> and your mouth's open. He's, you're, you're like, like you? I'm like, maybe uh, we should, maybe maybe should turn. Like, can I spit? <laughs> I, I'll admit that my favorite thing of when they're cleaning out your mouth and they're doing the vacuum thing, and then you have to close your yeah. mouth. Uh, and, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know. That's just a little joy. That's. It's one little joy yeah. that I have. Or the, the other thing is when he's rinsing out and if the, the, the amount of water going in is the same amount that is getting sucked up and out, yeah. that is oddly satisfying to me. That I'm not having to wait, spit, or do anything. It's like, shh. And I'm like, wow, this is, we've, we've, we've achieved equilibrium when it comes to liquids. <laughs> And good for you guys. See, that's why I come here. Yeah. I think next time I go, I'm going to bring my Bose noise-canceling headphones. Yeah, that's a good idea. And I'm, I'm just going to say, if you, if you need me to do anything or adjust or something, just, 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 tap, me tap. On the, just tap me on the headphones and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll come up for air. <laughs> come up for air. <laughs> uh, so I have a weird question that... Uh, no one here may know, but I just want to throw it out into the ether. Does it net. does it involve Tony the tax guy in the Chick-fil-A? Not at all. <laughs> okay. Not at all. Well, let's get to that. So part of the, the reason that I've been having trouble with getting the website further up is trying to design it and get it out. And the thing I'm trying to understand from it is, technical speak, uh, imminent. Uh, 
you have to have a, a, a RSS feed, which is a subscriber feed, that then you put on a website and then you point two or three different aggregators, hey, this is where that file is, and then it pulls that file and then projects it out into the universe where people who connect to it say, oh, this is what that show's about, it's all of that. So technically, I don't really have to have an actual website. Then how do people find where it's, the It's feed all is. through this subscriber feed that's being like iTunes and, and Libsyn is another one. And but the a, website tells the story. Yeah, but you can put the story within the RSS feed. Wow. So here's the other thing. And of course, I'm not... I'm trying not to be the old man that's stuck on technology. Man, this is the way we did it when I was younger. <laughs> so I'm goddamn gonna keep going that way. That's right. We liked it. We liked it. We loved it. Hallelujah. Right. But you still have to market it somewhere. Right. right. But but so there's a thing that I've just read like yesterday called Interest Networks. So it's a little bit like Pinterest. Pinterest is an interest network. Um there's other ones. And so the idea is with social networks, you're reaching out to your friends and their friends and their friends, yeah. right? Interest networks is more of reaching out to people who have the same interests as you. So we don't have to know each other, but if you say, God, I'd love some positive stories about beer, <laughs> then it'd be like, well, what about this? And of course, I don't know what the, I don't know what the search parameters need to be to where you get to the top of the list but supposedly we're early enough to where that is a possible new direction that we're going uh-huh. websites are dead interest networks are here i was i thought i would throw that out to everybody who's going to be listening in nine months or you two to check on this kind of thing no no that is a thing because we're going from the we society yes into a more inclusive tribal yes society yes well, we're letting right. computers decide what we yeah right search terms and mainly because the interest. algorithms have yeah. been tweaked so hard it's like doing taxes now man to where, that algorithms have tweaked so hard <laughs> but, i mean it's like like doing your taxes now it's almost impossible to do it correctly without software yeah, yeah. It's almost. I'm saying almost, yeah. Doug. My my buddy Doug's here. Knows. Yeah, yeah. He's. Are you shaking your head? Yes. Yeah, Skynet knows. Yeah, yeah. Sky, Skynet knows. Skynet knows. Yeah. <laughs> Skynet knows you're taking. Yeah. Ambivalent. Ambivula. Ambivula. Welcome. Damn, I'm never gonna get. It's, the- Doug, that's a new drug that I've decided to create. Because I was at the uh, at the doctor's office with EK yesterday, and for within ten minutes, four pharmaceutical reps all came in, all attractive ladies. Hey, I, and every single one, it was the same. Hey, I, I don't mean to barge in. I, I didn't know what we're supposed to do. I, we, I'm a pharmaceutical rep. We have some samples. We just want to make sure. That was almost every single one's. <laughs> You know, is Same the doctor in, can we in, and eat? And she's like, no, just, you know, what do you got? What do you got? We'll see what we need. We have a new, no, we don't want new. We were going to wait for the trials to be done first. But but that was like, as they left, I went, I, I'm not pretty enough to be a, a pharmaceutical <laughs> rep. 
And, and she goes, well, what would you sell? And I said, I would sell a new product called Ambivula. <laughs> she goes, what does it do? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, what are the side effects? Nah, we'll find out. I don't, I don't. So that's what, that's, we've been hitting on Ambivula for ambivula. the rest of the year. It's the Ambivula like episode. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm, I'm just waiting for Ambivula. <laughs> How much is it going to cost? Oh, well. Yeah. That depends. <laughs> what is it? Mar- what, what's that guy, Martin Screlly? Yeah. It'll be that kind of money. That's because, un- unfortunately, besides, you know, the stuff that was important, this is so not important that it so needs to cost the most so people drugs. will need it. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? It's mostly it CBD. It must be good. It's mostly CBD oil. Well, I really, that's just all it is. And some sugar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So at least you feel good for a while. It's, it's CBD oil and honey. So it's called Ambivula. <laughs> See, now you're making me work it out. <laughs> you know, it's actually and doable. You put the, it on Pinterest. And, uh, then there's the organic yes, Ambivula. 100% organic. Yes. Meaning that we've got carbon in it. Gluten, That's really Gluten-free. Gluten-free. you got to have gluten-free. Organic. I don't know. Made, we need a, to get to that next fat. level. Made from only the finest ingredients. Yes. <laughs> what ingredients are they? The uh, finest. <laughs> They're the finest. Well, you need to be more uh, specific. No, I don't. No, no. What do you think they are? <laughs> what would you like to see? What do you think would be good? Because <laughs> I don't really know. I was so, checking the time. So were you done with the um, website? Uh, well, damn, be the website. Uh, well, no, weightlesspod.com is up, and episode one, as of right now, is up. Still! But the RSS feed <laughs> is not up because I've not been able to, to uh, uh, broadcast it out. So that's, that's part of the issue because I'm trying to do it where it's three different podcasts, three different RSS feeds that then go out. And uh-huh. it's just me trying to. One of the. It, it's, it's little things. These are all little things that are causing the problems. So it says, okay, you want to put all this information in and make sure that it's searchable. Cool. Yeah. I did the research and find out what that is. And then it goes, okay, now put in a certain size, a certain size image so that when it goes out to those sites, that stuff is pulled in. And if you're looking at it on your podcast feed, it's going to pull that image in. The problem is, is I I'm still haven't got a really good image for each one of those sites, except for two beers in, and it ends up filling when I put it on the website. It fills it fills, the whole it populates thing. everything and every every and it's like different. And so so some of that is working with WordPress. I'm trying to figure out how it works, and it's just been, you know, with stuff with the theater. I'm not going to have to yeah. worry about that anymore. Yeah. So now I can focus on that, on more of the more of the podcast focus on making music that was something that I realized that I haven't been making any music and man it's like walking after you've not been walking is it's hard getting started again I'm yeah. like, I like I'm setting aside Tuesdays just to try to write music and as I'm sitting there I'm like I have a, I have all these ingredients and I don't know what to do with it <laughs> like I have all of it there and I'm just like and as soon as I start, I go, I fucking hate everything I'm doing. <laughs> so I'm going to do that in more improv now. I'm going to yeah. get back into improv and, uh, and 
because I've been, you know, the, you know, how would they say, the universe has been speaking to me. Yes. Well, the universe, uh, I've been watching a show. That I know that I didn't say no, no uh, pop culture. Po- pop culture, but there's a person specifically that I've been watching. There's this show called Somebody Feed Phil, and there was another show on PBS called I'll Have What Phil's Having. And it's Phil Rosenthal, who was the show writer for Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, okay. Well, he also loves food and meeting people. And so he went out and met, just went out and met people. And uh, uh, the season, I watched the the latest season and I really loved it. And it ends up Maurice LaMarche, who is brain on people and everything. And I'm connected to him. And Mike, and it just so happens Mike Rowe, too, are friends with Phil Lowenthal. Oh, wow. And so they did a live, a Facebook Live thing, not them two, but Phil and someone else and, and Mike and Maurice were like, hey, look who's, who's doing a live stream right now. Everybody join in. So it's 14 of us. Wow. Maurice LaMarche and Mike Rowe are part of it. And I'm watching him talk about what his inspiration was for doing, doing Somebody Feed Phil. And yeah. he goes, you know, I realized, he goes, I did the show writing. I mean, he goes, I was writing the show for, for uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. And he goes, and then it, and it, and the thing that I realized that's missing in Hollywood, he says, I went to the Groundlings and I took an improv class. And he said, they're always saying, always be ready to fail, one. Mm -hmm. And he says, always quit. He goes, quit. If you don't like it, quit. Just quit. Always be quitting is this other thing. If you don't like it, always quit. And I mean, it's like he was talking right right to me. And so then Maurice says some joke, and then I post in saying, hey, I just want to let you know that uh, I watched your Thailand episode, and I made... My cynical friends watch it to show <laughs> something positive in the world. And then Mike Rowe was, hey, that's a really good point. I like to. So I've got Maurice LaMarche on one side, me, and Mike Rowe. But I'm like. <laughs> Screenshot. But also, I love both of you guys. Oh, I'm a nerd. Oh, my God. So, like, the thing that Phil kept saying was, if you don't like it, quit. Yeah. You don't like it. He goes, yes, that's easy for me to say. He says, but there were times where everybody wanted, he goes, what he said was, everybody wants the success of Everybody Loves Raymond without me actually putting any effort into it. Yeah. And basically what they want me to do is, could you give us all that money and then go jump off a building? Could you do, just do that? And he goes, and I realized that I was going, no, I'm not, no. No, maybe I'm a one-trick pony. He says, but I'm gonna play my trick. I'm gonna be. You hired me because of the thing that I know how to do. Yeah. And I know Doug's go like, oh boy, that not, <laughs> it's something that I've been saying for a while. It's like I don't want to just be another actor. I want people to come to me because they want to see me. And I would hope by this point that I've done enough to where people are like, oh yeah, we want the Brett Weaver type. Does he got something else? And so one of the things I'm excited about doing now is. Working with you, Monica, yes. working with uh, Pinfold Theater, working with other people to like, let's start creating some original things. This is one of those original things. But let's continue instead of trying to get noticed again and again and again. <laughs> why don't we just fucking write some stuff and see what we can come up with? 
Which brings me to the Tony the Tax Guy and the Chick-fil-A story. Yes, please. <laughs> so I'm meeting with Tony today, and he's helping me, and, and um, he says, Tony hey, the Tax Guy. Hey, do you do, you do demos? And I said, um, what do you mean, do demos? And he said, record demos for other people. And I said, I know people yeah. who might be able to. And he said, I, I saw this guy at the Chick-fil-A who had a really, really good voice. Mm. <laughs> Brett is thumping his head against the microphone yeah, right now. I'm and, trying not to. Yeah. Um, and I said, uh, and, and, and Tony said, man, you, you got, you've got a great voice. You ever thought of being on the radio or uh, doing, it was do, doing anything with it? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I said, so what happened? He said, oh, he's at the Chick-fil-A. He's still the Chick-fil-A for all I know. He said, but what, what should he do? I said, he, he needs to make a demo. And yeah. he needs to distribute it to people. And we need to see if he can act at all yeah and if he has the stamina right because there's a lot more to doing voice acting yeah and doing audiobooks than simply having a good voice yeah and so, and you posted earlier this week mm-hmm. about being good at your at your day job mm-hmm. and being good at the voiceover job mm-hmm. and the things that frustrate you so much is that everybody thinks Anybody Both, can. Anybody can do either of those jobs. Yes. And it's the same with ad writing. Mm-hmm. Exactly I do none the same. Of those jobs. <laughs> People say, "Oh, well, I've heard ads all my life, so sure, I can, I can write an ad, or I, I watch TV, I can, I can do that." Yeah. It's kind well, of. I'm could you really? Not hiring him because he's not full of himself. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See, and that's the problem, you Doug. He just, Doug just said. Doug, just Doug, say what you just said into the microphone. I'm hiring Andrew because, of course, he's not full of himself. Exactly. <laughs> and that is an issue right there, is that people think that because you're confident, because you have experience, well, suddenly you're full of yourself. Yeah. And you're like, no. No. Well, they have to pay you, too. So, you know. Well, yeah. So they can pay me less because I don't know what I'm so doing. So you'll get a <laughs> shitty product. So you'll get a shitty product. Yeah. And they'll think, God, just there's just no good, there's just no good work out there. Like there's no people amazing. are shitty at their job. I could like, be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Brett's like, no. <laughs> I just like I to. I like you, but no. I just took <laughs> off my glasses. <laughs> yeah. That, what was funny was then I had a friend who was at the convention where this happened. Said, Mr. Weaver, could you please tell us how to become a voice actor? And I just took, and I, and all I said was, Brett takes a deep breath, <laughs> because in the, there is, if you go look on the internet, somewhere out there is uh, me going on a rant, <laughs> because some kid, the first question that's asked is, how would I become a voice actor? Which the real question is not how does anyone become. It's the question was very much implied. What is the shortcut to get me paid to be a voice actor? Yeah. And in the audience, standing next to me was Phil Lamar from Mad TV and a Green Lantern and Samurai Jack and a ton of other things. 
I had George Lowe of Space Ghost, and he was the voice of uh, of Marta in in, uh, and he's done a ton of stuff for for uh, um, what's the Clear Channel, and I said and 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 Billy and Billy West, who is Fry and the professor on yeah. Futurama, and he was the red uh, the 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 red M M&M. and M. And he's done everything, Ren and Stimpy, and he's done everything. And they all looked, and I go, I'll take this. <laughs> Guys, can I take this? And I went on about a five to ten minute rant on what you have to do to become a voice actor, which was basically my personal history, where I was like, you have to be born in Louisiana. You have to move to Houston when you're three. Your parents have to divorce when you're 13. You know, you have to, your girlfriend has to, you know, there's like, when, when your girlfriend leaves you, you know, like, <laughs> and, I, and I kept telling the guy, write this down. Are you writing it Are down? You, you're not writing it Could down. Could you write it down? And I was like, and, and I went through this long thing and I go, and if you do all of that, you too can make about 5000 a year as a voice actor. <laughs> and of course, Billy West had the best rejoinder. He goes, wait, what was the second thing? <laughs> So it's, it's well known that I've been a person that has gotten cranky old man on the stage. <laughs> uh, I used to have a sign in our studio for one of the radio stations that I worked for. And it says, the difference between voiceover and voice acting is believability. Yeah, absolutely. Now, which is which? <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> I love, I still love our, the commercials that you and I have done together. Oh, yeah. So much fun. <laughs> and we tried each, each, in each commercial, we tried to have a certain little personality that the audience that was listening goes, wait, what? Wait, what's going on there? And that's something I've always wanted to be able to do whenever we were, you know, like not only you and I, right. but someone else. I want to bring more than just reading the lines. Like, let's have a history. Let's have something that's going on there. Right. Have a backstory. What happened the moment before right. we, we started hearing this? And what's going to happen afterwards? Yeah. It's, it's a longer timeline than people really capture. Yeah. And it makes those commercials listenable because it's not, it's not the whole story. Yeah. Which is a problem that I always had with the song... The Pina Colada song. <laughs> I know we're not supposed to talk about pop culture, but I got to talk about the. No, pina. this is it's I, it's classic rock. I got I got to talk about the Pina Colada song. Okay. Rupert Holmes, who has gotten to be a better writer, thank God. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> and um, and you know, look it up. It's it's on a lot of soundtracks and things yeah. like that. But once you hear that song, you do not need to hear it again. No. You know the story. You know the punchline. Right. So what's up with that? And I used to lecture on this. Honest to God, I used to lecture on <laughs> It was one of the examples of backstory and what will happen next. Right. So when I taught writing at Wizard Academy, uh, I would bring up the Pina Colada song. And then I would bring up Paul Simon's You Can Call Me Al. And say, what's the opening line of You Can Call Me Al? 
A man walks down the street. A man walks down the street. Yeah. So it opens like a joke. Yeah. He does that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, Paul Simon always said that when he wrote a song, he always thinks of it in terms of a baseball diamond, where you start at home plate, and the and the song enters out and takes a bigger space. Got it. And and he said, I, I I don't like songs that go from point A to point B to point C and back home again. It's not like running the bases. It's like looking at the big picture. Mm-hmm. And you go, what? But and he said, you could talk to a myriad of different people about what that song means, and they are absolutely sure, they're certain that this is what that song means. And when they ask me that, they they say, that's what it means, right? And I always say, you're absolutely, absolutely right. Absolutely right. Yeah. Wow, it's amazing. You're, you're, it's like you're inside my head. Really, all it's about is the, re- re- the, the attempted rehabilitation of Chevy Chase. That's really <laughs> what it's about. Everybody thought he was As a piece seen of in shit. The, in the music video. Everybody thought he was a piece of shit. <laughs> and and, and uh, uh, Paul Simon was like, well, let me give it a try. Come be in my video. And then like, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I'll then, tell you what. And, <laughs> and, we'll, and, we'll, and we'll even have you sing the song. And I'll be the I'll be the secondary I'll be the, character. Yeah, the secondary character. That was brilliant. Yes. It was absolutely brilliant. It it was just like it makes it interesting to watch. It makes it interesting to listen to. Yeah. And I thought that it was a great casting because I think, okay, well what if Bill Murray had been in that same role? And I'm like, no, nah, actually Chevy Chase is the one. Yeah. Yeah. Now John Belushi, if he'd been still alive, <laughs> would have killed that role. But yeah, boy. Uh, the thing I always thought about Pina Colada, which we're there, so I'm going to just go. All right. <laughs> is that how is it they're laughing off that they're trying to cheat on each other? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's gonna, oh. They're just oh, laughing up. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It was like, Gosh. you guys just betrayed each other. It doesn't matter whether it's with yourselves. Why didn't you fucking just talk to each other? I'm hoping that there were... that. It, somewhere in between some of the lyrics, there were like four drinks. <laughs> Before he brought up, I never knew that you liked pina, pina coladas. What were they drinking? Or it, were they drinking pina coladas when they had that conversation? Or champagne. Or champagne. Because she liked the taste of champagne. Sure. But wouldn't it be funny if they're drinking scotch and they're t- telling this? <laughs> they're like, why don't you drink scotch? Well, the guy makes shitty pina colada. So. <laughs> what about the champagne? It's not even good champagne. It's not even good. No. no pina so. colada is a girly drink. I don't want to have that. It's, it's, <laughs> Why don't we have mimosas? Damn it. We should have just had mimosas. mimosas. <laughs> Let's have a michelada. Can we have a michelada? Oh, I hate, love micheladas. Why don't you put that in the fucking song? Because <laughs> what, what rhymes with michelada? Well... About the same thing. About the spice. same thing. It rhymes with spicy michelada. <laughs> if you like spicy no. michelada. No, if you like micheladas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't think as many people know, though, what a michelada is it, yeah. than a pina colada. The original version of the so. michelada was clamato Ugh. and beer. Ugh. I don't think as many people like micheladas. But Probably if not. you have... Bloody Mary mix and beer put together and make a michelada with that. That is really good. That's some that's some good hangover drink right there. 
I spent the last hour before I arrived here writing a specialty cocktail menu for uh, ah, the yes. red carpet black tie ball. Tell me about and it. And the, <laughs> the interesting thing is, it's it's damned interesting trying to come up with specialty cocktails for nine motion pictures when you haven't seen eight of them. <laughs> Well, I saw you put out the the call for could someone yes for yes. God's sake will somebody give me some yeah some yeah. inspiration and oh man Abigail Wyndham yeah her suggestion for get out yeah was brilliant but I don't think the bartenders at this event would be able to pull it off yeah uh, it's Bailey's with Kahlua with Is that Kahlua what? dropped into like like cream de coco or something yeah. like that. So you drop the black into the white. Into the white. And yeah, it it was brilliant. Yeah. It it was brilliant. What I ended up for that was uh um, And then you vote vote for Clinton again. That's <laughs> what for, for Obama. Yeah Obama. Well yeah. no because I'm just even oh, with yes, Clinton. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh what I ended up with for get out was um, bourbon and sweet tea. Okay. Because she's always having tea and right. taps the teacup, and bourbon seems like a very suburban sure. drink. Sub bourbon. Yeah, sub You put bourbon. it below the, the, and then yeah. it's suburban. And you fall into the sunken place. Oh, yes. No. <laughs> oh, man. No. But um, uh, Darkest Hour is Guinness. It's kind of like, sure. it's Guinness. It's just, there it's, it is. That's the darkest you can go. It's Guinness. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> Shape of Water. And I spent a lot of time looking up murky drinks, green drinks, right. salty drinks. <laughs> and and to be honest, I don't, I don't remember what I eventually settled on. Our, our favorite thing about that was going to see <laughs> Shape of Water. I tell that. You have to tell that. Going to Shape of Water, and we're sitting there waiting for it to start. And uh, EK, and we had already made the joke that it's the fish fucker movie. <laughs> and uh, so EK tweets out, hey, Brett and I are sitting here getting ready to watch the fish fucker movie. <laughs> and two people tweet back at the same time. One person says, Jiro dreams of sushi? And the other person said, finding Dory? <laughs> And of course, for me, I'm laughing because in my head, it is, Jira dreams of sushi? No! Finding Dory? No! What are you, God, what is wrong with you people? How are we doing on time? We're doing, we're about done. We're about done. About done. About done. All right. Um, anything to add, Andrew? No, I have nothing. <laughs> He's taking his dose. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's time. It's time to eat soon to go get some tacos. Get some tacos. Yeah, go home. Joining El Chilito. Put the baby in bed. The baby. Put that baby in the bed. Yeah, and I got to get home. And I told DK I'd get her some food or something. I don't know. She's sick. Whatever. Love. She'll be she's happy with she's it. Not she's not gonna, gonna know. I can get something really cheap because she's just gonna throw it up anyway. So. Exactly. She's not gonna really be interested in eating it. Right. So it, like here, I brought you the thing. Ugh, now I don't want it. That's why I paid five dollars <laughs> right. for it. Yay. Taco Bell. Here you go. Oh, fantastic. oh God. Yeah, I knew this was gonna happen. <laughs> why? Well, because I was gonna go to Taco Flats and get you a thirty-five dollar meal, but I don't want you throwing it up. So I'm a mean go. person. 
I need to uh, have a second drink. I haven't done that yet. No. So I guess I'll have to do that offline. All right. Uh, you've been listening to Two Beers In. I am uh, a woefully short Brett Weaver. <laughs> I'm the even shorter Monica Ballard. (laughs) (laughs) And we are so glad that you listened in. Uh, You can reach us uh, at comments at weightlesspod.com. We are also working on other things. We we want more people to come out to the shows. Yeah. Uh, Because we're here at the Burnett Road Aristocrat Lounge, the famous, the infamous, used to be meth bar. (laughs) Formerly the Poodle Dog Lounge. Poodle Dog Lounge. We're usually right under the old Poodle Dog Lounge sign, established 1964. Yes. And you can come and play skee ball, pool, <laughs> as you could hear people behind us doing the shuffleboard. And uh, we want you to come join us. And we'll do more things on, uh, you can uh, go to, you can see us on Twitter. Uh, with uh, uh, two beers in Austin and also on something else that I can't remember right now. <laughs> Instagram? MySpace? Uh, it might be Friendster? Instagram. It might be Instagram. <laughs> yes. A- AOL Instant Messenger? <laughs> Trillion? At Yahoo.com. Yeah, at Yahoo.com. <laughs> it's dot com. Dot com. Yes. So, yeah, just come to weightlesspod.com and uh, we find out how to fulfill all your weightless pod needs. <laughs> Come on, be weightless. Come on. Come on, be weightless with us. And, uh, and we'll set you up with some ambivula. Ambivula. Yes. We will talk to you next week. Bye.